1: welcome in here to the friday shoot around i am ryan gilbert today we are joined by former wildcat martavius irving as always we're sponsored by the part-time beverage company be sure to check out everything that they have to offer martavius man how you doing thank you so much for taking time with us
2: i'm doing well man i can't complain
1: uh kansas state coming off a senior night for the wildcats on wednesday i'm curious what you remember most about about your senior night and maybe the emotions that go into that. Kansas State got off to kind of a slow start against Oklahoma, but uh, was able to pick up a win. Do you think there was just a lot of emotions early on for Kansas State? Did you share that and that feeling in your senior night? Uh,
2: yeah, I think so. It was, you know, it's, it starts to sink in and it's your last time at Brimlich. Um, I, just, I know for me, what I remember is, you know, being extremely happy to play in front of my mom. It was her first time in Kansas. Um, But then you have to refocus and understand what, what was at stake. And, you know, at that time we were playing for, you know, a championship. Um, and I know these guys, <clears throat> as good as they were, they they wanted to make sure their, their home record stayed the way it is with one loss. And, you know, it was, it was a whole bunch of emotions, I'm sure, coming from all kind of different directions for them. Um, but they handled it well. They, they, you know, they withstood early Oklahoma pressure and – um started blowing out the water as, I, as we expected.
1: Is there, is the tunnel dance now, is it better than when you were rocking the show or is nobody ever going to top Martavius Serving?
2: You know, nobody's going to top me. Come on, man. <laughs> they do a really good job. I, I will say yeah. that. And I will say, I like that so many people are included. Um, you normally have, like, you see two people with Ty, and um, um, I think it's Nick Corn maybe that does it, but yesterday they had everybody doing it, I'm assuming, it's because it was Senior Night. You know, we had a couple times we during our time, like when I started it, it would just be me and Kurt. Um, but we mm-hmm. had a couple times, I remember one of my favorite ones is you know, when Will did it, you couldn't get Will to dance at all. <laughs> but we got Will to dance. Um, but no, I I think, you know, that helps with their energy and helps how they start games. And I'm just – I'm happy to see the guys just having fun.
1: Is there anybody on this team that reminds you of of your former self as a K-State player? And maybe if not, is there any player that reminds you of any of your former teammates?
2: Well, a lot of us um, alumni, we are all in a group – it's like 15 of us with two track people, Eric Kennard and Jeffrey Jonas. And um, we've discussed, you know, who who do you like and all of that. Since game one of the season, my favorite player has been Dizzy Seals, easily. My absolute favorite, and mainly because I don't think I had the opportunity to uh, score as much as he does, but I was, as from a guard standpoint and coming off the bench know, the type of energy that you had to bring um, for myself, or my role, it was more so on the defensive end. But Desi does it all, and he showed it. You know, I remember seeing, you know, Desi, Desi isn't our sixth man. He's just our sixth starter or something like that, he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, said, I absolutely agree with it. That kid is nice.
1: So. How nice has it been just to see Jerome Tang and – Come in year one, do what he's done so far.
2: Um, it was great. It's great to see. First and foremost, you see a a, a God-centered man. Um, and I know you know in the past, all of our coaches have been. But you, this this guy, he leads. He leads and leads off with with God first, and you know he he makes sure. And it's not it's not fake. You know, it's who he really is. Um, and then to see. Basically, you know, brand new team and him being able to put it together and put it put the product on the floor and they won a lot of games. You know, he exceeded expectations this year. I'm pretty sure from everybody. So, you know, I'm happy for my alum, my, my, my the school I graduated, my alumni, alumni, and you know, just happy that they got someone that you know the fans are in love with that they're, they're gonna go to bat for it. Um, hope hopefully they just continue to win games.
1: When Coach Tang took over, you know, back in the spring, and wow. there were eleven newcomers on this team, what were your expectations? You said that he's kind of blown away all of those expectations. What did you, you know, think this team would produce in year one with so many newcomers?
2: Honestly, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. That's the thing. I, 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 I've met and I've had conversations with both Marquise and Ish. Um, because they've come down to Wichita for TBT. Um, but other than that, I didn't know any of these players. Yeah. With the exception of Keontae, everybody knew who he was. And especially him being at Florida, I I pay attention sometimes to the University of Florida just because it's my home state. Um, but everybody knew who Keontae was and knew what he was projected to be before his situation. Um, but other than that, it was... A, it, it was just a, it was no expectations to be honest. It was just like, you know, gotta hope for the best because we don't know what what type of product you're putting on the floor. Uh, we don't know if you got enough time for it to mesh, and mm-hmm. you know, we was happy that it did. We, I'm pretty sure everybody's happy that it did.
1: K State, um, won the Big Twelve with you as a, cool. as a player. Back in 2012, 13 season, what are the similarities that you kind of see from this team that that you guys had back then 10 years ago with Bruce Weber's first season?
2: Um, I think first and foremost, we the similarities you have is your two best players is a wing and a point guard. And I was at that time it was Angel and Rod Rodney. Um so two very good floor generals, very smart point guards, can score the ball, distribute the ball. Um, and then two very reliable and elite wings, in Keontae and Rodney, um, scored the ball as well. Both scored the ball. I do think they are more athletic than we were. Um, I think we had a lot of length with Shane and with J.O. Um, it's hard to really compare. Other than those, like two, it's really hard to compare. I guess some of the energy, that I feel like I brought off the bench uh, and the same as Desi, but it's not, it's not too much. They don't, they, they use a lot of the athleticism. We had Gip. So that, those are two different types of, you know, um, players and teams and stuff. We play fast um, and defend it well and all of that. But I think, I, I think they're more athletic They're long and, Like, Naquan is just long and just jumps out the gym. So it's one of those, like, it's just two completely different teams, but they both work.
1: You mentioned Naquan. You also talked about Desi Sills earlier on. These two players, and I guess you could throw David Gasson in this mix, Cam Carter, but those two guys have kind of been, you know, kind of the X factors, the important guys, down the stretch recently for Kansas State. What can those two guys mean for Kansas State, and and do you have to have that third consistent score on a nightly basis, or is it just kind of you know one of these guys has to step up here and there? But but overall, how you know how important can these two guys be?
2: We need the consistency now because you're in a when you hit when you hit March, it's really you know you win and go home. We know that they're guaranteed to go into the tournament. So at the very least, you are guaranteed two more games. So it's all about – it's up to you um, and the full team on how many games that you, you will play. And I think those two guys start with Nacorn. To me, he got to stay on the floor. You know, a lot of times he get called for what I think are not fouls, but I'm not going to be the Big 12 <laughs> referee complaining guy. Um, but whenever he's on the floor, he's a difference maker because of his left uh, – because of his uh, – his versatility, his, his ability to stretch the floor, he protects the rim. You know, last night watching him, one of those dunks he got, he sprinted down the middle of the floor, and beat everybody. Mm-hmm. And that type of stuff you don't, you can't teach. You know, that's just shit like that's just sheer will and athleticism. And, you know, his ability to guard multiple positions obviously switching helps. He just got to stay on the floor. I think going into March, I don't know how many. I think I read something that said he averages about twenty six minutes a game over the past few games where he's been playing well. That may need to get increased, and you know, having him on the floor is really important. And then for Desi, it's just I see the coaches saying he's missed the Mister Energy guy. He just got to bring that dog every night. Because you know it's his last ride, he don't get another chance, and he is really good, like he's a really nice in my in my eyes I think he's really a really good player um and he compliments everybody so well and he he just gotta be able to to get on the floor as well, stay on the floor, and everything else just falls into place and he always is making the right decisions. I love his like aggressiveness he plays with like a chip on his shoulder. He defends well, shoots the ball well. Um, he can, he lets uh, Marquise play off the ball, all kind of things that he brings to the team. And um, having those two guys step up along with Keese and Keontae, it makes them really dangerous. Wrap up the
1: first half with this, Marque- uh, Martavius, excuse me. K-State lost just one home game all season long, had some struggles on the road. How special did Bramwich call us – how special was Bramwich call us him this season and how much of a difference do you believe that it really made with that home court advantage? Um,
2: it's like having a six man out there, really, to be honest. Um, and I think it made all the difference. It, you know, as a player, you, you play basketball – you love it. You want to play at the highest level. Absolutely. But when you get in front of people and there's 12,000 fans in there, your adrenaline goes to another level. Your your focus goes to another level. You're wanting to impress and make them happy by getting a stop or getting a block or making a shot um, and ultimately winning the game. All of that goes to another level. And, you know, Bramlage is as good of any place, not just Big, Big 12 in the country. You know, over my four years, I was able to play in a lot of places, and um, I, I always remember my senior year, Big Twelve media day, talking to a Johnson, he said, oh, "This place to play," and that—that is—that shows you. And that was ten years ago. Nothing's changed. It's just newer. It's just younger students there. So. Um, Blair, Brems plays a, a big part in that, that 15 and 1, 16 and 1 record for sure.
1: He's Martavius Serving. I am Ryan Gilbert. We'll go ahead and take a quick break here on the Friday Shootaround. around.
3: Selling a little or a lot? to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash all lowercase go to shopify.com slash now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash
1: welcome back in here to the Friday Shoot Around. I am Ryan Gilbert once again we're joined by former wildcat Martavius Irving <laughs> Martavius, we're into March now. This is where you know, it starts to get real. Kansas State, if, if you had a chance to talk to not only the coaches, but more importantly the players on this team for K-State, what would be your message to this team? You guys went to the Elite Eight your freshman year, right? Had an amazing run beating Xavier in the Sweet 16, but also your senior year, you got bounced in the first round. Kind of just shows you how fragile a season can be in March. What would be... You just your advice to to these players as we get into crunch time
2: um going to the game settled um don't know, overthink it it's one of those situations where <clears throat> you know you you know everybody in the country is looking, watching you um it's the top sporting event I think outside of the Super Bowl you know in the country and you just gotta let your nerves calm and you know, go into it like you're in Bramlage, because I'm pretty sure no matter where we go, we're gonna travel well. And um, you know, play it play it like it's Bramlage and, and, and go out and show why you deserve deserving of the seating, you are one of the best teams in the Big Twelve and everything else to take care of itself. So.
1: What do you think K State's ceiling is in March? I know I've I've asked this to pretty much every guest I've had on the show, but over the last four games on this winning streak, it really does feel that like K-State has a, a true, legitimate chance to make a run, doesn't it?
2: You know, they do. I don't like to put a ceiling because I don't like to – I'm kind of superstitious. I don't like to jinx nothing. <clears throat> um, but I think, obviously, they potentially have – and it's March. Anything can happen. You know, they can make a run uh, and be a Final Four team. And, uh, and you know, I, I'm, as a basketball player, I don't want them to just play for a Final Four just because we haven't gotten there in a long time. Go win a national championship. Why not? I don't Sometimes, want, like, why not? If they, I was going to say, if they, if they wasn't capable, they wouldn't be projected to two seed. So why not?
1: I hate to bring this up. I really do. But what, like, what happened in that LaSalle game? Did you guys, overlooked them? What, what what went on there?
2: In all honesty, man, it's kind of a blur. I have never, like, revisited that game. Um, all that I can remember is I don't want to say we overlooked them because, um, and this is from my personal standpoint, one of my old high school teammates was playing on that team, and then their best player I played against in high school also, Ramon Galloway. Um, but my teammate, Samuel Mills, was on that team. And so I just knew players from there, and I knew their style of play. Um, I think early on, before we made adjustments, when we got down big, we didn't match up well with them. Um, they're really guard, they were really guard heavy, and we just didn't match up with them. When we tweaked it and we changed with certain matchups and we made a run and came all the way back and took the league – um, it, 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 we was just kind of playing uphill um, the whole time also, but it's just one of those situations where it's like it shouldn't have happened. I, and again, I don't want to overlook it, but, you know, coming out on the floor, Marshall Henderson was coming out in our head. We think hey, we're about to blow this LaSalle team out and go play Ole Miss. He's telling us that we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. It was a whole. It was a whole bunch of things instead of focusing on, you know, the task at hand. So uh, we could use every excuse in the book, but it was something that we should have. It was. It was set up for us, and this is why I was saying with this team, it was set up for us to meet Wichita State in their lead Eight. That's how they set it up. The NCAA tournament. We was our brackets were made to go that way we was projected to be a three seed and they decided to put us a four seed this is just how the NCAA tournament does for the sake of matchups and we just didn't uphold our end. so
1: K-State likely is going to be playing in Des Moines or Denver what do you think the first couple of rounds will just kind of look like for Kansas State in the NCAA tournament
2: Well, that's pretty close, so it'll be pretty purple. I think it'll be pretty purple. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a good amount of K State's in those two places as well. Um, so, hopefully, we can make it like a like a game at Bramlage and you know bring the energy for these guys.
1: Before the Big Twelve tournament begins, K State goes on the road at West Virginia on Saturday. Is this a must win? Just in terms of keeping the momentum going, the confidence level up for Kansas State to, to win five in a row in the regular season, heading into postseason play? Or do you think a loss here is not the end of the world because they've already got like a two or a three seats locked up?
2: Um, I think both, to be honest. Um, for for your mental and for your confidence as a team, go out, win the game, go into the Big 12 with five wins and say, hey, we're going to go win the tournament. Yeah. Um, but then also understand that it's not you. You put you've done all your work throughout the season. That it's not you have to live or die by this. You know, win or loss. So if you lose, it's like okay, we still projected here. Let's still go try to make this run and win this Big Twelve tournament, and then go into the NCAA with confidence. I think our fans and alumni and people who love this team. In totality, you know, we want to win every game, but I'm pretty sure everybody would love a deep run in March more than anything. More than, you know, no one will remember losing to West Virginia on Saturday if we made a deep run, if we, you know, was a Final Four team or any of those things. So it's kind of both, um, you know, but I feel like, you know, especially for the seniors, you don't get to play West Virginia no more or you don't get to play at West Virginia, go win it. That's one thing I can say, um, with the obvious exception of KU, I won in every arena in the Big 12, even from the original Big 12. So, you know, why not go with it? Just You don't need to be relaxed or anything like that for that game. You need to go and win it. Keep them on notice. Let people know, hey, we're the best team in this league. Let's go. Let's, let's get prepared for this postseason
1: throughout your four years you guys were never on the bubble all four of your seasons you were were you know firmly in the NCAA tournament so this is kind of the same mindset that you have going into this big 12 tournament for Kansas State this season where you're already locked in <clears throat> what is the the mindset of these you know couple games two games one game you know three games it doesn't matter how many you play but Obviously, you've got March Madness sitting, you know, ahead of the schedule, right? How do you stay locked in on on these games that, like you said earlier, you know, you know, why not go win them? But at the same time, you've got more of the the meaningful games in, in March Madness up next.
2: You got to just basketball isn't something that's promised. Um, we see that with a guy on our team; it's not promised every day. So um, we, you wake up every day, you thank the Lord that uh, you can. You know, do what you're doing, and 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 I wake up and do the same thing. I, I thank God that I can still go and work out and play basketball, and still go and be a realtor and things like that. And I'm pretty sure these kids got to wake up every day and say, hey, "Look, there's, I'm not promised this tomorrow." And you know, especially for the seniors, I'm not going to be able to play in the Big Twelve tournament no more. I'm not going to be able to play in front of my so. I need to treat every game like it's my last, regardless if everything gets locked up or regardless of what our, what the main goal is, because it's not promised. If you go and win this big 12 tournament, and I don't know when the last time K-State did, but you go and win this big 12 tournament and then lose the first game and knock on wood, but lose the first game in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. We want to make a big run, but you still was memorable because you won the big 12 tournament and even if you win a big 12 tournament and go all the way to the final, you got to try to win every single game and not look at what the ultimate prize is. But going on one and no oh every day is the most important.
1: Yeah, Tang tweets that all the time after a win go one and know, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you about the coaching change that you went through. Marquise, Noel, mm-hmm. and Ishmael went from Bruce Weber to Jerome Tang. What was the transition like for for you just going from Frank Martin to, to Bruce Weber?
2: Um, that was kind of a blur too. It was, it all kind of happened within a few days. I would say um, we lost to Syracuse in the tournament, and um, it was, it was more so even before the Syracuse game. We were just going through so much drama off the floor with Jamar Samuel's situation mm-hmm. and. Um, the night before the game, we had film and Frank came in late to film because he was out there fighting for Jamar. We had already known what was about to happen. Uh, we did we just didn't know that Frank was going to to leave. So it was just so much drama going on because, you know, to this day, Jamar is one of my closest friends. Um, literally in October, I was at a wedding with him and, um, he he just, I felt so bad because it was his last game and he didn't even, he didn't even get to play it, you know it, it could have we could have kept going if we won, but it ultimately that who we, I forgot I think we played Southern Miss before, um was his last game and I just felt like that was unfair, so after that happened and then, you know, Frank decides that he he's leaving. It was kind of a blur. Like, I was at home in Fort Lauderdale. We was on spring break when we all found out. we look at our phones. We got a text message that said, hey, and I'm leaving. And then you sit on ESPN a few days. You get introduced to South Carolina. And then at the time, AD, um, John Curry is like, hey, we need all you guys to come back. We all came back. We're going to the locker room. He asked us, what do you want in a coach? We, everybody says what they want in a coach. A few days later, Bruce Weber walks in. And that's just kind of how it went in a matter of a week and a half. It was a whirlwind, and it was kind of blurry. But, yeah, it was it was crazy.
1: What was your favorite
2: memory playing at K-State? I have so many. Um I do really have a lot my favorite memory, man there's
1: a lot to choose from.
2: It is um, I think as a freshman, um when we beat number one Texas, um that was a really, really exciting game um sophomore year. I think obviously beating KU at home on Valentine's Day when Jake went crazy. Mm-hmm. Um that was that was a lot of fun. Um my junior year, it would probably be there was a it was a lot going on that year. Might have to skip junior year. <laughs> um senior year. It's really hard. It's a lot. Senior year, probably the game at Baylor when Rodney hit the game winner. That was a really crazy game. Um, and then just like if you like, just to think of some games and sprinkle them through. You know, obviously the the the, run, the Elite Eight run was fun. Um, playing against Jimmer that. um, even though we lost, playing against Duke. It was a dream come true. Um, I've always wanted to play against Co- a Coach K coach team. You guarded Kyrie, right? Barely, no. I barely no. did not. <laughs> I did it You let somebody I, else I, I, guard him. I was asking to switch, to be honest. I, I wanted to guard him, <laughs> but I didn't. I played well that game, um, but I did not guard him that much. Um. But yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of memories just to sit back and think about sometimes and go through it. I think probably my favorite now that I think about it. Um, and it's weird how it happened because it happened on a loss. But the day we lost to, in my senior year, when we lost to Oklahoma State, that if we had won with the clinch outright, or we didn't have to win and KU would have had to lose. But we lose and it's Fake Patty's day. We fly back. Bruce says y'all cannot go out. We lost. We don't go out after, out after game. None of us want to go out. We was pissed. We felt like we was this close to um, history, having won the Big Twelve since like 1978 or something like that. And all I remember at the time I was living with um, track, my, one of my best friends that ran track, uh, Jeffrey Jumas. and we're sitting there watching Baylor and KU. And Pierre Jackson is going crazy. And we are like, this time is going down. And I'm like, is this really happening? And Baylor beats them. And all I do, all I remember is looking at my phone and Coach Weber said, congratulations, y'all made history. Y'all are big 12 champs. Go celebrate. And by the time we got to Aggieville, they were going so crazy that we had won a share of the Big 12 title. Um, I just remember crowd surfing that night. Like, I don't know how people picked me up, but I was crowd surfing. It was like so much fun. I'm like, these people are strong. But that was a really good memory. It, it was a weird how it happened um, just because we didn't win our game. But it was a pretty fun, you know, it was a fun night and a, and a good memory to have.
1: Martavius we'll wrap it up with this as K-State you know like we talked about March Madness is is almost here what's the the one key for K-State to make a deep run whether that's something off the court mentally or just in terms of the X's and O's that, that has to happen on the court for K-State
2: I'm gonna go X's and O's one we have to gang rebound and two we have to take care of the ball we do those two things, we beat anybody in the country. We have enough scoring. We have enough defending. Uh, we got enough length. we got enough everything. That it's, the team is pretty well-rounded. There's times where we get out-rebounded, and there's times that we turn over the ball. It happens. Basketball this is a game of mistakes. Those two things, everything else will take care of themselves. Off the court, come, stay completely calm stay in the moment understand what's going on but don't let it get you outside of yourself um don't let it rattle you um don't let it be in the tournament you go out and do something that you haven't done all season stay the course uh do what's got you to what is it 23 wins now and you know a top 10 team everything else take care of itself
1: Martavius, I appreciate you joining me, man, and look forward to uh, following at the end of this season for K-State.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having
1: me. Once again, he's Martavius Irving. I'm Ryan Gilbert. This is Friday Shootaround.
0: There's joy in every journey. New CBS Sunday.
3: You collect rewards, right?
0: This is how I make my living. When something is lost. Everyone's looking for something. He finds it.
3: You strong swimmer?
0: So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive? You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel, sounds cool. It is cool, actually, very cool. Tracker, new Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus.